Welcome back to the basketball update. I'm Adam Nazarali. This is the update for Monday, September 28th, 2020. Going right into it this week, we have the Lakers versus the Nuggets, which the Lakers won the series in five games. This was uh, this was a really interesting series for me, the back and forth. Denver did a lot of good things. They struggled a lot in this series. One particular standout for me was Jeremy Grant, who really impressed me. He's, he's never really been on the radar for most basketball fans, maybe the people who are into fantasy basketball, but he was doing really good offensively, defensively. He was taking charges. He was doing a lot for this Denver team. And he had 26 points in game three, 17 in game four, and 20 in game five. An interesting tidbit about this series, actually, I read online. This series was going to be the first game five loss for either Denver or the Lakers. Because Denver went down three and one in both of their series and won game five, six, and seven. And the Lakers lost their first games in their series and ended up winning in game five in all three series now. So... Yeah, it's dis- it's, it is a tad bit disappointing. I thought Denver probably would have done a bit better of a job against Los Angeles just because how well they did against the Clippers and how well they did against Utah Jazz. But I, I think the Lakers were just too focused in this series, top to bottom. They just knew what they wanted to accomplish. And I think Denver, they should be really happy with this placement. I mean, we'll see where this translate to next year in the regular season and the postseason but this is really exciting for them leading me on to my next point i'm curious as to where jamal murray fits amongst the top point guards in the nba now because i think going into this playoffs and even going into the bubble most people probably would have said jamal murray is a top 15 point guard i mean maybe to some people had him top 10 he, he was kind of a fringe all-star choice going into uh, this regular season and he did do very well but I think he needs to have a really good regular season campaign where he where he's as consistent as he was this playoffs I mean he really showed he could he can be a top not just top 10 point guard but top 10 player in the NBA for the future so we'll see where he fits in my opinion he's maybe around the 8 to 10 range but uh, I'm really curious to see how he'll play in the regular season next year. And I think the future is really bright for Denver as well. I mean, Jeremy Grant played really good in this series. Michael Porter Jr., after missing his... Uh, he either missed his entire rookie season or he missed the majority of it. He played really well. And we'll have to see how well he'll want to play third fiddle on this team. Because... I remember in one of the pressers, uh, I think it was against the Lakers series, where he was really unhappy with how many touches he was getting with the ball. And he's kind of like a sixth or seventh choice for for, uh, offense right now. So we'll see if he can evolve into that third choice and how happy he'll be in that position. Yeah, and the Lakers are starting to look like a really well-oiled machine at this point in the playoffs. You know, when, when the bubble first started, I was really doubtful they went three and five in the regular season 
but they've won their first series 4-1, their second series 4-1, and now the Western Conference Finals 4-1. LeBron James has looked to me a little bit timid in this series, but I think, you know, he's getting older. He's 35 now. He's really starting to save up his energy and be a bit smarter of a player and letting Anthony Davis kind of be the number one player on the team where he's kind of saving up for when he needs to play. And this is super evident in uh, game five against the Denver Nuggets where he exploded in the fourth quarter and ended the game with a triple-double. I am a bit concerned. I mean, against this Miami Heat team, who we now know are going to be against the Lakers in this final series, I'm very curious to see how they actually match up because every opportunity that Miami has, has had to do well, they've done it. I mean, they've exceeded where everyone's expected to, them to finish in the playoffs at every opportunity. I mean, everyone thought they would probably win the first round. That's fair. No one thought they would beat the Bucks, And I don't know how many people probably would have predicted them to beat the Celtics. And I think they match up really well against Los Angeles here because they're a much deeper team. I mean, not the Lakers really. I mean, you can really only rely on LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And those are fantastic players to rely on, both top 10 players in the NBA. And I don't think Miami has a top 10 player in the NBA. Maybe you could make that argument for Jimmy Butler now. I think Jimmy Butler in a vacuum isn't a top 10 player, but what he brings to a team, you can make the argument that he's a top 10 player, but that's not what we're talking about today. The, the Miami Heat are just such a deep team. I mean, you have Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson, who we now know can be a legitimate... I mean, he's always been a legitimate... That's what he's known for, a three-point shooter, but he, he can do it at the postseason level. Goran Dragic, who's looked fantastic for large parts of this postseason. Tyler Harrow, I mean, game five against the Celtics, he has 37 points. And then Andre Iguodala who is a vet and he's been to five NBA finals. So this, I guess this should, this will be his sixth straight one. So they have such a deep, deep team that I don't know how well the Lakers can match up to it. I think the Lakers are, of course, still the favorites here. We'll have to see how well guys like Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Danny Green, Dwight Howard, how those guys kind of match up with their counterparts on the uh, Miami Heat side. But we'll have to see how game one goes in the NBA finals I'm, I'm very curious speaking of that like I said earlier the Celtics and the Heat finished up here it's funny because Boston looked I mean if you just watch the first three quarters of almost every basketball game in the series they looked like the better team but going into that fourth quarter Miami has just been so mentally strong and just completely dismantled the Boston team Miami Jimmy Butler Eric Spolstra have done a great job of getting their players, everyone involved, and, and whoever's hot gets the ball. We see that with Tyler Hero, Game 5, and some other players across the series. Bam at a bio, Game 6. And I think what this sh series shows us about Boston is what they need for next year. And we've mentioned this in previous episodes. They really need someone like Jimmy Butler. I don't know if there's a player like him on the market. He's so unique in that aspect. But that's what you want from an elite player, just that vocal toughness and that 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 swagger that they've been there before, right? Like, we didn't have that with this Boston team. I mean, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they've been to the Eastern Conference Finals before, and Jason Tatum's rookie year, 2018, and this is their second time here. Hopefully, they can have more of that swagger and, like, we belong here mentality for next year. We'll see how they do. I mean, obviously... 
it's it's a very unique situation we're going to be in for the 2021 season but i think boston has a very good chance to be in the, the same position as they are uh for next year yeah and i mentioned it a little bit earlier but miami versus los angeles in this series there is a few interesting narratives i mean you have Miami Heat, LeBron James' previous team where he won his first NBA championship and the Los Angeles Lakers, the team he's on now, where he's going to want to win his most recent NBA championship if he was. So there's a bit of an interesting narrative there. I think the media is going to really play into that. I want to see how well Anthony Davis and Bam Adebayo match up here because I think if Bam Adebayo can get a few stops and and frustrate Anthony Davis a lot. Obviously, they're both huge offensively and defensively to their teams, and you can't completely shut down Anthony Davis. That's just not possible. But if Anthony Davis or LeBron James, either of these guys have has a bad game, that's that's pretty much a disaster for the Lakers because there's no one player on the team that they can rely on as much as Miami can. And we've seen that in Miami series so far. I mean, they've relied on Bam. They've relied on Jimmy Butler against the Bucks. They've relied on Tyler Harrow against the Celtics. I mean, they've relied on so many different key pieces and so many rookies, veterans throughout this whole postseason that has impressed or should impress any basketball fan. Do I think they'll win? Now, this is the main question. Do I think Miami win? Well, it's hard to say because the Lakers haven't really had an opposition that has scared them up to this point. I mean, the Nuggets did fantastic. They they kind of, I mean, I don't want to say they, they won against the Clippers because they fell apart, but I think it's hard to say, argue against that. I mean, when the Clippers are up 3-1 and then lose three games in a row, something has got to be going on there. Maybe we'll find out later in the year another time, but there's, there's other stuff going on in the Clippers because they're just such a deep team. And yeah, the Lakers haven't had a really strong team to face against at this point. And I'm curious to see if Miami will be that team. I think Miami will be that team though, because on on the other side of it, the Lakers, the, Miami's had every difficult opposition to fight against so far. I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks, the number one team in the Eastern Conference and the number one team, I believe by record in the NBA, who slightly fell apart, but Miami still did everything they could to dismantle them. The Boston Celtics, who looked fantastic against my team, the Toronto Raptors, and now they play against the Los Angeles Lakers. So I don't want to ramble here, but um, I'm really excited for this finals matchup. I think this is, this is a lot closer than a lot of people will think it will be. I predict it'll go to six or seven games either way. The first game against the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Miami Heat will be Wednesday, September 30th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you for listening to the Basketball Update with Adam Nazarelli. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. Tune in next Monday for our next episode. Have a good one, guys.